The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So, um, the title of our lesson this morning is The Father and I Are One. And yes, of course, we base this title on the sacred scriptures where it was reported the master teacher affirmed in John, I and the Father are one. And for centuries, traditional theologies have interpreted, have interpreted the teacher to mean that he was saying he was God in physical form. Now, to be clear, we don't necessarily disagree with their interpretation, only we want to flush it out some more. We want to get even more out of what he was saying in that interpretation. So we were calling, we call Jesus the master teacher in our philosophy because he taught by parable, by example, not to place himself above everyone, rather he did so to empower everyone. He set the example for others to follow, not to idolize. The master teacher was not saying he inherited God's eyes, hair, or nose. He was saying as an expression of all-powerful source, he was at one with all the spiritual gifts and attributes of spirit, as are we all. Now, we accept the process of physical traits, the physical traits of heredity, because science has proven that the physical traits of heredity are passed down from parent to child. We see that play out over and over again. I have a great example to give you. It's about this little boy who came home from school one day, and he came home with a note from his teacher. So I relate to this because I brought home several notes from my teacher. And he handed the note to his father, and the note said that we had to keep your son after school because he was swearing. He was using foul language in class. And his father read that, and he kind of got a little upset, and he said, well, son, what about it? How did this happen? And the little boy, standing in principle, being honest, said, you know, Dad, I got nothing to say. I deserved it. She heard me say what I said and called me into her office. And the father asked, well, then what happened? And the little boy said, well, she asked where I had ever heard such language. But I didn't give you away, Dad. I didn't. I blamed it on the parrot. Okay, so it's not physical heredity. Perhaps we can agree to call this conditioned behavioral heredity. How did the child learn this behavior? By example, as all children do, just as the master teacher taught, if only his supposed followers would be willing to learn. 
we see the process of the principles of heredity playing out in many ways. It stands to reason these same principles of heredity apply to all the attributes of source that we embody. In The Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote, God is love and God is law. The love of God is the divine givingness, the eternal outpouring of spirit through its creation. The law of God is the law of cause and effect. Father and Mother, Alpha and Omega, which says that we can have only what we take. The thought is ever father to the act. In our teaching of principle, we speak often about consciousness, expanding our consciousness, raising the vibration of our consciousness, even healing our consciousness, bringing our consciousness in alignment with the infinite consciousness of the divine. And we understand consciousness acts as a soil, a fertile soil to our ideas, giving the sustenance to the ideas we affirmatively choose to flourish within our journey. Just as a seed receives nutrients from the soil, our ideas, thoughts, visualizations receive sustenance for growth from the atmosphere of the creative and formative energy our consciousness maintains and expresses. Whatever is placed in this fertile and receptive field of consciousness in the shape of ideas, dreams, and goals will continue to grow and expand until it transcends from the ethers of the spiritual realm into the complete fruition of the physical realm. Ah, but there's a catch, don't you know? The act of fruition, of manifestation, of the idea is forever bound to the consistency of the focused thought wrapped in a belief, in belief and faith. So if we were to plant an acorn and a pansy seed at opposite ends of a well-maintained acre of, of dirt that's just well-fertilized and has all the water it could ever need, the acorn and the pansy would both sprout and continue to grow. The acorn into the mighty oak and the pansy seed, well, into a pansy. Oaks grow tall and strong and can live for hundreds of years. The pansy, well, it, it grows just a few inches high and a few inches wide and lives for a season or two unless, you know, it comes to our house and it might live for two or three weeks tops. That's, that's, that's the most I'll ever guarantee each seed receives what it requires to flourish as its original intention. The well-nourished field gave all, the gave all that the acorn and the pansy seed required to manifest into full bloom. And you know what? In today's wonderful world, you can buy hybrid seeds to plant. Plants with seeds that are engineered, focusedly engineered into a hybrid of its original intended form. I have seen, and you can look it up, there are orange bushes and rose trees. Isn't that awesome? And you know what else? Those hybrid seeds, when, when placed in soil, receive all the nutrients they require to reach their full maturity. The soil doesn't discriminate based on whether the seed is an acorn, a pansy, or a hybrid. 
such it is with your empowered consciousness. Every thought you father within your imagination will be provided for without question, reservation, or hesitation. Everything that it needs for complete fruition through the consistency of your powerful thought, word, and deed. An individual only needs to determine are they going to plant a forest of oaks, a bed of pansies, or a hybrid of some kind? A priest at the temple of Delphi wrote, The mind is not a vessel to be feel, filled, but a fire to be kindled. Isn't that great? The part of the mind that our Greek friend is referring to is your imagination. That part of your inner self that serves as the father to every one of your ideas, your imagination stirs the inner forces of nature and awakens into action your innate divinity, unleashing and ushering into the surface of your journey the potential and possibility of all the attributes of creative source within you. You, just as you are, are a Genesis machine, baby. Think about that. You are a Genesis machine. Your imagination is the spiritual essence and power behind your every thought. The dreams and goals, the new intentions you visualize within this omnipotent energy of your imagination serve as the seed to be placed in the fertile soil of divine consciousness. Every idea, every thought, every dream is a spark of something new and vibrant for your journey. What are the thoughts and ideas you are submitting to your powerful consciousness? Are they grand and expansive ideas? That ideas that allow you to outgrow the past and thrive in the energy of the now? Or are they somewhat smaller thoughts and ideas that require little effort participation? Or might those desires now be what we could call a hybrid thought, a hybrid dream? Ideas that still retain some of their original intent, however, somehow have been re-engineered, so to speak, to take shape in a different form based on past experiences, the perceptions of others, or some kind of external influence. Whatever the thought, whatever the dream you hold, and yes, we know you hold them. We know you hold them. Understand this. Regardless of the size of the intention, you have the spiritual ability and support of source to bring those dreams to full demonstration. You are an expression, a child of the divine. The traits of spirit you inherited are omnipotence, creativity, the ability to transform and transcend energy in any state it may currently embody. You inherited the ability of Genesis itself and all of its capabilities. You are not now and never were a miracle seeker. You are and always have been a miraculous creator. Huge difference in those two. There is that within you that simply wants to manifest. Simply wants to manifest and provide that spiritual and physical substance to the desires of your imagination, the dreams of your soul. And it does so with complete abandon. 
So what are those ideas, those thoughts and those dreams that you imagine for yourself? Whatever they are, set them free. Just take a deep breath. I set them free. I set my omnipotence free. I set my divinity free. I set the power of Genesis that I am free. I know that I am the master creator of my experience. The thought is ever father to the act. The idea is ever father to the effect. The dream is ever father to the demonstration. The quality of someone's life is only determined by the quality ideas of ideas they imagine and sustain for themselves. You have all the reason in the world to achieve your highest dreams. Imagination plus innovation equals realization. John Ruskin said the imagination is never governed. It is always the ruling and divine power. And for this we want to say far too many get caught in the mundane and the ordinary trials and tribulations of the physical realm. They imagine their imagination to become a shadow of what it once was. A shadow of possibility rather than an illumination of their inherent spiritual abilities. It's time to put such end, an end to such nonsense. This is the time to stroke the fire of your mind, to rekindle the creative source of your imagination and take charge of your every idea and dream that you give your attention to. So let us clarify something before we move on. There's nothing wrong at all with entertaining a smaller idea or allowing dreams to become a mix of what they were originally intended to be, providing the individual is truly and totally at ease, happy, content with the harvest those ideas will produce. People are working constantly with that notion that somehow their idea is not quite good enough to bring to fruition. Somehow they themselves in this physical realm are not quite good enough to fulfill the energy of their dream. But you know what? If you have the energy to dream it, you have the energy, the support of the universe to manifest it. The idea is always good enough because you are always powerful enough. So let that foolishness go. Whatever you want to do with your journey, wherever you want this moment forward to take you, do so simply with the awareness that I am first cause to my experience. And all that I do and all that I am, the Father and I are one. The Father and I are one. Mark Twain said, keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but the really great ones make you feel that you too can become great. Love that quote. You were designed with the greatness Mr. Clemens is referring to. The greatness is the power of your mind, your endless imagination, the spiritual attributes of source that you have inherited. And it is in that awareness that you can begin taking a look, at taking an assessment at what have I been focusing on? Am I focusing on what's coming forward for me as a result of my practice? Or am I focusing on 
some of the external ex experiences that occur in the physical world. That's our call. I'm not saying don't address the stuff in the physical world. But understand, that's temporary. That's temporary. Why is it temporary? Because you already have the ability to transcend and transform energy in any of its forms, in any of expressions. And the longer something stays within someone's experience at the physical level is simply an affirmation that they have spent time purely focusing on that physical demonstration. So if we like it, great. Keep focusing on it. You know, I, I'm so blessed I th because I think Dan likes me after 28 years. Right? I'm still here. We're still here. That's what we're talking about. Want to shift something up? Want to change something? Embrace the higher idea. Now, address what's going on in your journey. Absolutely. But do so from a point of power. Do so from, from a point that says, it's all good. It's all good. It's good because as a result of the power within me. So if I've created all this good, I can create something else. And those little trials and tribulations that come up for me, they, they ain't nothing. They just ain't nothing. Why aren't they nothing? Because you have tapped into that inherent, infinite, omnipotent energy of source that you are. You are not a miracle seeker. Let that go. You are a creator of the miraculous. A creator of the miraculous. I can pretty much name everybody here for the most part, except for maybe the new ones that were the first time today. But for the most part, I can name everybody here. And I can promise you this. You want to sit down with me? I'll go over what I know to be the miracles you have demonstrated within your journey. And if I don't know you by name or you don't think we've had such a conversation before, give me five minutes. You will walk out of here knowing the miraculous that you have manifested. You have to take the time to recognize and affirm the good you have been manifesting in order to continue to allow that consistency of creation to manifest within your life. You follow that? Of course you do. You're such a bright group. Our affirmation card this week is from Maya Angelou who said, nothing can dim the light which shines from within. Nothing can dim the light that shines from within. And that light that she's talking about is that light of source, that light of, that light of presence, that light of God that you are. That light has never gone out. Now, true, sometimes we have a consciousness that serves as a rheostat, dimming it, turning it up. But guess what? The power that illuminates the light, it's always there. And all we want... All we want to suggest that you do is feeling like if your consciousness, your rheostat consciousness has been dimmed down a little, this is the time to turn it up. This is the time to say, well, wait a second, I'm not here to operate in the dark. I'm here to express the light. Give me just a moment. I'm thanking the chorus for that line. That was really good. <laughs> And I go about expressing the light 
by first recognizing the good that I've created, knowing that anything that's in my journey that I don't care for, I created it as well. But I have the power and ability to change it. And if I don't see a manifestation, if I don't see a transformation immediately, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That simply means that it's still growing. The new idea is still growing. It's still coming up. Like the, the, the pansy is becoming the pansy or the oak is becoming the oak. So it's not my call to say it's not growing fast enough or transforming fast enough. My call is simply to say thank you God for this awareness, this knowing that the manifestation is occurring. Esther Hicks said never mind what is. Imagine it the way you want it to be so that your vibration is a match to your desire. When your vibration is a match to your desire, all things in your experience will gravitate to meet them, that match every time. Raise the vibration. Raise the consciousness. Now we're back to real estate. Real estate. We'll talk about real estate later. We're back to the rheostat. Raising that vibration. Raising that energy. Because... We need you to get excited about what you're creating. We need you to want to just jump up and down about what has, is coming up in your experience. Get excited about the fact that you can create any and all things. Not excited that that funny guy at Trinity said I could do this. We want you to get excited. Because of your knowing, you can do this. We want you to get excited because of your belief that you can do this. We want you to get excited because you have told yourself, conditioned yourself every single day. There is absolutely nothing you can't do as that formative energy of source that you are. Oh, can you get excited about that? I like it. I didn't have to do a sign or nothing. So one of my favorite comedians, comedians is Zan Thompson, and he said, you know, in honor of Father's Day, I take my children everywhere, but they always find their way back home. <laughs> you can't shake the father within. When you take the time every day through affirmative prayer, through meditation, you'll always find your way home. You'll always find that recognition of the power of God that you are. So there, we acknowledge that there are those times when it can get a little scary, it can get a little frightening, it can almost feel as if, you know, why am I alone in this journey? And those are the times when we all have them. That, that energy that's being expressed is energy that's been created. I would add, or we would add, that that's also energy that's probably been conditioned. Because people aren't conditioned to see the first signs of an issue coming up and immediately go in and treat or do affirmative prayer and meditation. People are conditioned to begin going, oh my God, what a problem. How will I ever get out of this? Just like the little boy. So, we want to expand on this now because, you know, if you've ever been to the circus, right? And if you were to go back, you know, we've all seen the, 
animal, animal performances. And if you were to go backstage at a circus with the, where the elephants are kept, you would find that the elephants are being held just by this little small rope, little small rope tied to their front leg, and no chains, no cages. And these highly intelligent and majestic creatures could at any time break free from their bonds, however they don't. They don't. And why? Because when elephants are very young, they're captured or born into captivity. And when they're this young, of course, they're much smaller, much smaller in size. And the elephant trainers, or as we like to say, elephant terrorists, no animal should be caged. They use the same size rope to tie them to a stake in the ground at this very tender age. And so not having the full strength of an adult elephant, the small rope is more than enough to hold them. And as the elephants grow, they become conditioned to believe they cannot break away. This, they believe that little thin rope can hold them so they don't even try to break free. And these beautiful demonstrations of the divine just are conditioned to think that they're bound that they're bound because they believe they can't break free. So they don't pursue their freedom. And like the elephants in the circus and the shows, some individuals going on, go through life hanging on to a belief that they do not have the freedom to pursue their dreams simply because someone else said they could not or perhaps they failed a time or two before. Dreams may only be tethered to past experiences or the limiting, limiting words of others. If someone allows their dreams through their false belief to be tethered, make no mistake about it. All of humankind is magnificent enough to dream. All of humankind is strong enough, powerful enough, and spiritually gifted enough to pursue the freedom of their desires. Your dreams are the Father within, giving you the vision of purpose of what presence may accomplish as you. You are a Genesis machine, and whatever you conceive, conceive and believe, you can achieve. The immenseness of life is only confined by the faults, tethers of the thoughts and dreams conditioned by blind acceptance. There is limitless power and pure potential in every moment of your dreams. The dreams you carry are the original spiritual intent of the divine within you. Just like the acorn, the dreams and goals themselves have all they need to take root within the receptive field of consciousness and grow as grand as you allow them. There is never a time when the thoughts and ideas of your mind are without power and potential, as you are always at one with source, your dreams are the offspring of the principles of heredity, the same principles of DNA that pro program the acorn to flourish as an oak. The very moment you decide to see those dreams to fruition, they come forward. Is this going to be such a moment for you? You must decide. You must choose. 
regardless of what you choose. Remember the choice of planting the acorn or the pansy. Health or just getting by. Tremendous love or eh, a roll in the hay. Abundance or lack. The tether to the past or the vastness of source residing as you in the now. No matter the choice, either demonstration affirms the belief you individually allow yourself to conceive and accept within your imagination. Each idea contains the spark of Genesis and will receive all it needs to manifest as your experience. Just like your fiery imagination, the spark of Genesis and carry them as with the same energy programming of the acorn or the pansy seed. It must manifest in accordance with its original energy-infused intention and purpose. Energy-infused intention and purpose. Get excited. Get excited. Get excited about your ideas that allow you to say, wow, that's never been done before. Wow, that takes me outside my box. Wow, that allows me to know right here now I'm capable of all things. If you have that idea, if you have that thought, guess what? The life of it has begun. Life begins at the idea. Not at the manifestation. Life begins at the idea the moment you place it in the soil. Once you place it in consciousness. And what nurtures that idea into fruition is the consistency of your thought, of your intention. So you have a choice to make. What ideas do I want to keep gardening? What ideas do I want to bring forward into this moment of now? Robert Browning said our aspirations are our possibilities. And I would add to Browning, our, our dreams are our potential. Our dreams are the universe saying, this is what can be done. And you have what you need to bring it forward. Esther Hicks said, if we were talking to you on your... This is my favorite Esther Hicks quote, so I know you heard it before. If we were talking to you on your first day of physical life experience, we would say to you, welcome to planet Earth. There is nothing that you cannot be or do or have you are a magnificent creator and you are here by your very powerful and deliberate wanting to be here. Go forth giving thought to what you are wanting, attracting life experience to help you decide what you want. And once you have decided, giving thought only unto that. Welcome to planet Earth. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to the genesis of this moment of you. The question is not, do you have the power? The question is, what will you do with this power from this moment forward? (gasps) Oh, wow. You want to know? I'll tell you. You're going to live that power to the best of your ability. You're going to look back on it every single day on that journey of life, that which you've put into creation, and you're going to say, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God, 
for all that I have created today and all that I am nurturing to come forward tomorrow. This is what I did well. This is what I think I can improve upon. And it is my intent to improve upon it tomorrow with every atom of power I can muster. That's what you can do. Everybody breathe. Y'all look so serious. <laughs> Am I keeping you awake now? <laughs> All right. You are not now or never were a miracle seeker. You always have been and are the miraculous creator. A Genesis machine creating new worlds of possibility and vibrant life. Realize it is the Father within that doeth the work. That gives rise to the act. This is why you and, you and I and the Father are one. So honor the Father today, the outer and the inner, and you will know that living your dreams is absolutely wonderful. Because life is wonderful. And so are you, and so am I, and so it is. All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.